You look just like I did at your age. Please don't say that, Dad. I'm 16 years old. I'm not a child. Don't you take that tone of voice with me, young lady. Love you, Dad. I love you too, son. You're listening to Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. Two friends since first grade, now dad's reliving the Disney movies we grew up on with our own kids. I'm Eddie Ferguson. And I'm J.B. Wagner. And you need to, oh man, I, I just, I just <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so, I, oh, I'm, I'm almost it's hard, it's hard to read things. It, and it's, it's hard, hard to, to read. read no, I'm saying it's hard to read things that other people wrote. Yep. And I, I write how I talk. Yeah. Which is not a very good way. So I, I give you that. <laughs> oh, goodness. Let's try this again. I'm J.B. Wagner. Rose Rust used to yell at me all the time for this. Yep. I'm J.B. Wagner. And I need you all to pick out your stops on the map and have your favorite road trips ready. Road trip songs ready to go. This is not. This is. I should. I should. You should write it. Write your own. No, you then, do it. You- then, then, then I will rewrite it for my own voice and then do it. And I'm JB Wagner. And today, y'all got to get all your road trip songs out. Get your, J- your JT uh, 50, uh, 2020 experience ready to go because we are going on a long trip with this review of today's movie, which is a goofy movie. But first, Eddie. How you doing? Whew, wow, we made it. We got we got through that. Um, I so we we were getting a little tongue twistered on the a goofy movie, and I have to share a family story that is not dealing with the kids, but with my mother. Oh, who? Oh, I'm already I'm already I, in for this. So I've I gave my mom a little bit of um some shade because Ooh. I said I said mom. You know, JB's mom listens to our podcast. Um, shout out. And I said, um, do you listen to JB and I's podcast? And she was like, what is a podcast? Uh, yes. Like, what's a podcast? So now that was a couple of weeks ago. Now she's taking a little bit more interest. So okay. um, the other day she said, hey, um, what movie are you and JB going to talk about? And I said, we're going to talk about a Goofy movie. Oh, fun. Which one? And I said, a Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. Which Goofy movie? I said, no, Mom. A Goofy movie. That's the name. A Goofy movie. Oh, well, you boys have fun. <laughs> To be fair, there is an extremely goofy movie, and there's sure. a goofy movie. Sure, sure. But the common trip up there of a goofy movie, but yes, a goofy movie. That is funny. So I'm. Uh, it's good to know that Nancy is now on the on the train. I don't know if she's actually listening. I think <laughs> she's just more aware that we are 31 episodes into this thing. <laughs> oh goodness. Well, it's funny because Mom, mom's mom's not a big podcaster. No, you know? no, she's, she's, she's not that your dad no, is though, right? Is they're Ed, YouTubers. Oh, they're, they're big they, YouTube. They're not you even know? just YouTube, like watching YouTube. They are, they have their own thriving you, channel, which we've mentioned on this YouTube podcast stars. many, many, many a times. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. hanging with Herky, uh, go check it out. Uh, but it's always funny whenever I think, uh, about your parents and being over at their house. I remember 
your mom always, I think it was right before you got married. One of the last things she wanted was for us to just yes. hang out in the living room watching a movie uh, out in the living room. She didn't even want to be there. She wanted to be back in her own bedroom yes, fast she just asleep. Wanted to know. She just wanted to know that we were there up late watching a movie like we used to do in college <laughs> and right out of college. And uh, I think that's, but that's, that's why I think about it. So Nancy, thank you. Thank you for being you. Yes. Yes. It's special. Oh my. So yes. Um, what big Disney move, uh, news do we have? Uh, another something special. Uh, if you have been listening, you know that we have been watching all of the originals that come out of Disney, especially uh, on, Dis- on, on Disney Plus, especially all the MCU content that's coming out. Um, Big we've Disney already, Plus fans here. Mm-hmm, we've already kind of detailed a little bit of watching uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, but uh, there's been a hit uh, moment from the show that's kind of transcended it's it's now into the land of memes uh everywhere um and it's the Zemo dance party uh it, out of uh episode 3 the Zemo dance party is there no were maybe memes two memes galore gifs yep. and memes all over the place as soon as that happened. was that episode 2 or episode 3 3 it was 3 yeah cuz i know they, it was captain america was at the very okay gotcha so Zemo dance party let me just play a second of this just loop I know you can't hear it, but it's crazy. So, so he's in, he's in so, the club. He's he's living his best life, but he, I think they said that he improvised all of this. They gave him zero direction. There's like no dance like Zemo in this club. Yeah, and Daniel Brule. He's doing all of the classic white boy moves in the in the it's club. It's a it's maybe what three five seconds in the show itself. And but it's people everywhere jumped. Now. People jumped on this moment and they went everywhere. Disney Plus must have some intern scrolling Twitter constantly yep. going, what's yep. trending? They caught it quickly and immediately released on YouTube an hour long video. One hour dancing Zemo. <laughs> dancing Zemo for an hour. It's a little bit of looping, but it's also um, unused footage from from filming, and it is hilarious mm-hmm. and a brilliant stroke on their part to like jump on such a moment like this. And and now at it's it's only been it hasn't even been released a week yet. This came out April eighth. It's the what's the view count? And it's already at five point three million views. <laughs> It's insane. And you have to watch a certain percentage of the video for it to actually register as a view. I mean, it's not Facebook. Facebook is any any video stats on on Facebook are all jacked up because they they count some things. They don't count other things. These are somewhat fairly kind of like someone had to watch at least a few seconds of it. But yeah, yeah. No, 5.3 million. And you know people are just turning this on and just letting it run as like a screensaver uh, all over camp college what? campuses right now. Or oh, what a fun, yeah, just kind of thing to like throw up on the TV screen in the background. You know what? I might save this for a minute. I, I like to have a little bit of some uh, coming in music as people are starting our uh, 
our one of our weekly meetings and you know what i'm gonna save this thing and i'm gonna put it in this there you place go because we we need some more zemo in our life <laughs> i eddie i'm there's so many things i want to talk about of of this show but we are waiting till the end till we get to the actual finale so that we can um talk about which it. we're not too far off um as of more this recording yep. we've only got two more episodes to release so we mm-hmm. uh just like we did with wandavision we will have a special one-off recap episode outside of our normal run but our normally what we are doing is we are walking through all the movies we grew up on from 1988 to 2005 just trudging along year by year and this one we come to a um, a seminal moment in Disney cult classics. And that is a goofy movie. Cue the Disney sound effect. What does IMDb have for us? IMDb. Your description for this for this movie. When Max, a prepo- let me let me try this again. Let me try. Let me get him. When Max <laughs> makes a preposterous promise to a girl he has a crush on, his chances to fulfilling it seems hopeless. Seem <laughs> I can't do it. To fulfilling it seem hopeless when he is dragged across country trip with his embarrassing father Goofy. You gotta have some. You gotta have a little bit of something in there. You got to have a goofy voice. You got to have a go- a weird, wacky, all over the place voice. No. Um, so fine. So before before we dive into the movie, a goofy movie. How familiar are you with the TV show? This is based off of Goof Troop. Not much. Okay. So this this ran on the Disney Channel from 1992 to 1993. It was a part of their, like, so Disney Channel came out in, like, the 80s, wasn't really super popular, and then in the 90s is when it exploded and was just huge. And one of the big things that they did is they had the Disney Afternoon, and it was kind of targeted for, like, right as kids got home from school, and they would have, like, this two-hour just jam-packed um um programming you know of of different shows that were maybe like 22 minutes an episode or whatever and they would get through all of these so you had shows like darkwing duck yep. tailspin ducktales chippendale rescue rangers and then later on came goof troop which was this whole idea of goofy being a father um to his son max who in the tv show was more of like a middle school aged yep. kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and then by the time we get to a goofy movie, he's more of a teenager high schooler. Um, and so it's all set in kind of this suburban neighborhood where Pete is the next door neighbor. And, you know, each episode something crazy happens and it's Pete and Goofy and Max and their son PJ, um, kind of these four main characters. And then, of course, that's what sets the stage for a goofy movie which comes out in 1995. I was familiar a little bit. We've uh, every time we've been watching the Christmas specials on Disney Plus and one of the Christmas specials is 
Max having the letter to Santa and trying to frantically get it there and Goofy messes things up, of course. So yeah, um, it was top of mind, just their relationship and all that kind of stuff. Um, from so when you those. say you've watched the Christmas specials, is it like our household where they're on repeat and as yeah. soon as we end one, we have to move on to the next one and then repeat the cycle. There's a lot of repeating, a lot of watching them over, over and over again. My son yeah. really loved them. Yeah. Um, mine as well. Uh, it's Mickey's Once Upon a Christmas and then Mickey's Twice Upon a Christmas. Mm-hmm. And Mickey Christmas, Mickey Christmas. We watch Mickey Christmas. So, yeah. So they make a, a big appearance there as well. So. I I grew up watching a lot of the Disney afternoon. Um, there was a brief period where we had the Disney Channel and then when we did not. But my grandparents always had the Disney Channel. And I was actually <laughs> talking I was talking to my sister about this because anytime we would go over to my grandparents house, we would just like binge watch the disney channel as much as we possibly could this this has been a recurring i don't know if it's you and i had this conversation or somebody else and i had this conversation but there was something about our immediate family like we didn't have like we never had cable growing up but there was all but then i would say oh yeah but my grandparents had it and someone's like yeah my grandparents had it too my grandparents had it too there was something about that where like the grandparents had the money to splurge on the cable so the kids yeah. you could come over to their house and you just sit in the in the back room and watch disney channel cartoon network something like that so this must have oh, been yeah. a recurring theme I just thought I was the poor kid in town that didn't have cable. So. <clears throat> Grandparents knew what they were doing, right? Like, mm-hmm. hey, we're going to have the thing that all the grandkids want to come. So, like, when all of this was first coming out, um, we did not have cable. And so, but I remember anytime we could, like, we would try and watch as much of. And Goof Troop and honestly, all the Disney afternoon shows. Um were some of my favorites and when Disney Plus came out initially these were some of the first things that I rushed back to watch was these 90s TV uh, animated uh, TV shows so um, that's kind of sets the stage for uh, a goofy movie is and it's a funny show Goof Troop is really funny so since watching this movie Lewis and I have started to watch goof troop together and he's become this is his new obsession is he wakes even this morning he woke me up and he was like oh, we we watch a we watch goofy we watch goofy can we watch goofy <laughs> which is really funny because i can even ask him and say hey lewis what sound does goofy make and he'll go oh gorsh oh that's cute that's adorable yeah it's pretty it's pretty cute i was trying to remember because i hadn't seen this movie in a long time i was trying to remember if I had actually seen this, how much of it I'd actually seen. Because there was a few moments I was like, I know that there's a river that they flow down. I know that there's a kid with something about cheese whiz. <laughs> Cheddar wizard. <laughs> there uh, was a, I know they went on a road trip or whatever. I feel like I have, I remember the day I watched it. When I was mm. maybe junior high, it was on like a Saturday afternoon with nothing else to do. We rented this movie. I think that's the only time I've watched this film. Hmm. And I remember so little. I did not remember. It was a, a actually a musical with musical numbers. 
completely forgot about Roxanne in this, even though she's like the catalyst for it. <laughs> there was I, but I remembered the 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 Leaning Tower of Chiza. That's literally what I remembered from this film, <laughs> like nothing else. So it was funny walk going back there and going like I've I've seen moments of this film and I cannot remember these moments that I should have. I don't know what what was I doing watching this film. Just like I didn't have a phone that I would have been on though to distract me, but. I, I got to say, I'm right there with you. I thought I remembered this movie and I, that's why I was talking about goof troop so much. Cause I realized that so many of the memories that I had that I, Oh, is this the moment where, you know, this happens with the boat and Oh no, that's, that was from the TV show. Eddie, like Eddie, did they change this film? No. Did they change <laughs> this film? Cause I don't remember Roxanne. I don't remember the musical so, numbers in this. Did they change this mm, movie? Uh, Did we you, uncover something? We, we wouldn't put it past uh, Disney to do such. This things. isn't the first time they've. This isn't the, movie. the first time. Um, no, I I do remember. I like I remember the whole um, again the cheese whiz thing. Yes, because I remember cheese whiz. That was like a big deal. In like later elementary years, right? Of just like, this is amazing, an amazing <laughs> substance. This is an amazing <laughs> substance. Um, but um, I remember Powerline. I like that stood out like very okay. clearly, like that whole character and everything there. Um, and for whatever reason, the um, the the possum farm. Oh, the possum farm, which is it's a I. But I love the um, irreverent, like meta look at Disney itself in that moment. If we can just pause there on the possum farm, because, um, well, okay, so you you may not be as familiar with this. Like the whole possum scene with the like animatronic possums yeah. is a total play off of the Country Bear Jamboree, oh. which is which is no longer at Disneyland, but it still exists at Disney okay. World. Um, isn't there like Critter Country or Bear yeah, country? country? It used to be back in there, and then they took it out to build like I think the Winnie the Pooh ride there or something like that. Um, I can't remember, but yeah. So that whole scene, that whole sequence, is a very much like a an irreverent meta look at Disney itself. Because one of the things that people always joke about is you know Mickey is nothing but a rodent, and so. They're doing the same thing of just like, well, they just picked a different rodent. So many layers to this. Wow. Named them. And then even you have the moment of like the possum hats that everybody wears, right? Which everybody wears Mickey Mouse ears, right? So they just like played on that so many different moments. Um, and I remember I didn't I didn't remember just how meta they get there. Of course, as a little kid, a little you, kid don't you don't really get it, yeah. you, you don't get that. Um, but I remembered those scenes and thought they were really funny. And then coming back and watching it this time, I'm like, this is brilliant. This is hilarious how much they're just poking at themselves. This is deep. I was not expecting us to go this deep on a goofy movie. This is what you get here on Honey, We Made a Disney Podcast. We, we unearth the deep cuts. Wow. There's a lot of, there's a lot of self-referential. Uh, he... He uh, picked up the Mickey phone. Uh, there's a lot of Mickey references in this entire film. 
Mickey makes a cameo hitchhiking on the yeah. side of the road. Yeah, Him and hitch- Donald Duck. Hitchhiking Mickey. Uh, what, did, what did he say? Uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Um, your best friend, Donald? <laughs> it's like, oh, yeah, that's right. They, they are connected to this. Yeah. I uh, there were a few moments that I appreciated. Uh, I loved. I, I surprisingly loved the Bigfoot stuff, <laughs> especially when it gets to uh, the puppet show. That that the, the, he starts in the puppet show while they're stuck in the car. There's he's moonwalking to staying alive for a little bit there. Uh, there's a, there's a lot of fun. Like I was not expecting that level of they're stuck in the car and he. For some other reason, can't break into the car. He can do everything else, but he can't break in, so they're safe. Uh-huh. But he knows it, so he's just like entertaining himself all around the vehicle. <sighs> I appreciated uh, a lot of that. Um, the other one is uh, the when they do the pictures with the little kid while Goofy is trying to like get the girl, and he's talking um, with his neighbor at the beginning. Yep, and the the second child uh, that that's really high strung comes in the mom. She is so lifeless <laughs> and like has lost all sense of hope and joy in her life. I just appreciated what they did with with her as as a character. Now you can see that there is um there's an obvious like whoever is the people behind making this film, and the director is Kevin Lima, who actually went on to do Tarzan right after this. Um, and he eventually, and this will make a lot more sense. He's the guy who went on and did Enchanted, which is a very kind of similar, like, um, uh, irreverent look at, at at all things Disney, right? Um, but they 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 just have fun with this. I don't think they, you know, it was not a Walt Disney Animation Studios film. Oh, this was, was the this was the um Disney television animation or movie okay. tunes. Okay. So it's this it's the same people who did um um DuckTales the movie yep. that we we looked yep. at several episodes ago. Um so it's the same group. So they 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 kind of had this almost look of like hey, we're the we're the little brother of the this anyway. Of, we're the B group like let's just have fun. Let's just not take this too serious. Um, and like initially the movie didn't do that well, like it bombed at the box office, but the, the little Easter eggs and the layers that they have put into this movie has held. And it truly is like, it is a cult classic where you go to the parks now and you can buy a Powerline t-shirt. Like you can get a goofy movie, um, you know, um, journal. I mean, you can like, they've really reintroduced mm. it because it, it held so tight to kind of the millennial fan base. Uh, Cause it was, you know, a movie you grew up on, you go back and you rewatch it and you go, wow, this is even funnier now as I watch it as an adult. Interesting. Interesting. I'm still trying to figure out how the car survived to the end. It went over the cliff, over the waterfall, how was there anything left? Why? I'm so confused. I know that th- this is this is my thing of just like one thing irritates me and I can't figure out the math or the physics behind it. And that car surviving to the very end of like plopping down at their house. I don't know how that happened. I'm, I'm so confused by it, but. It's almost like it, it's a character unto itself because it yeah. goes through so much. 
Well, I mean, it has come its on, own and character like, arc. arc. <laughs> it's just mostly down. <laughs> uh, it, it's a character plummet, not an arc. Um, well, come on, like, do you have a giant bag tied to the top of your car driving down the highway? Like, there's no way that that's that's holding on. <laughs> Uh, were you, uh, were you in, did you, did you buy into the Max and Roxanne, uh, relationship? Did I buy into it? (laughs) Were you, were you wholly invested in them getting together in the end? It's really interesting because you almost forget about her halfway through the the movie. And then it's like, oh yeah. Like I, I honestly, I tried to, I, I forgot like, Okay, why is he trying to get to the Powerline concert? Oh yeah, he made this kind of silly promise to Roxanne, and you know this is the way he's gonna get in there and everything. But I thought they did a good job up in the front, making it very much high school, uh, like two awkward kids trying to um, connect. Uh, I got it, even though her thing was like, I I would just like to, uh, yeah. Be really, um, yeah, um, I, I, I'd love to. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I, I, I liked how, how they made it feel awkward and like the miscommunication and the bad communication stuff. Like, I, I, I felt it. I felt it up at the front, but you're right. You kind of lose track of her pretty quickly after once they leave. Once they leave on the trip, then you're kind of like, you, she, was, she wasn't a part of it. Yeah. But, I mean... The movie opens with um, one of the classic um, I Want songs, like uh, Howard Ashman would be so proud of this movie, right? Of like, sets the, the, the sets up the character of Max so well. It's a little odd. It's a little weird, just that kind of opening song. And, and I remember rewatching it here, kind of being like, okay, all right. Um, but I think what, connects like where it this movie just clicks and starts chugging on down the tracks for me is when he does the spoof of power line in front of the whole oh whole yeah school. that makes him yeah that that was a big moment i forgot about that like i i now really connect with the character of max and like i think everybody's kind of been there as a teenager where you're trying to make trying to figure out who you are kind of establish yourself and there's these kind of moments where mom and dad inadvertently kind of you know crowd in on your style a little bit and you're like oh we can only imagine having goofy as your dad which is still such a brilliant premise to take such a character like goofy and to plop him into what if goofy was a dad a single dad what if goofy was a single dad like whoever the guy was that just kind of had that single idea, um, hopefully he's getting some nice big fat royalty checks from Disney. Do we ever do we ever get to meet Mrs. Goofy? You know, but not to my knowledge. Okay, I don't claim to be like an expert of Goof Troop, but let me just put that disclaimer out there. So I wrote a note down here, and I literally like what. Already, I forgot most of the songs in this film, but I wrote down this note. Opening scene. Is this supposed to be about puberty? <laughs> I don't remember what happened in that opening scene other than that it was like a musical number. I'm like, are they supposed to be singing about puberty? Is that what this is really about? I need to. I, yeah, it, it is very odd because it's like him on his way to school 
to school and he's passing kind of all these other kids as they're heading out. And yeah, there's there's a few moments in there where you're like, did they really just okay? Sure. Guess is where we're going. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we had uh, Wallace Shawn from Princess Bride as the uh, um, the voice of the the principal, which tries to sell that he's going to be going. I guess I guess it's the inciting thing that makes Goofy really put on the put on the um, tighten the screws to actually make him do this trip. But it's definitely over the top. Definitely like because nobody really would be saying your your son's going to be killed. Because they pulled a prank at school, but I guess we needed yeah, something to make Goofy go over the top. Uh, at, while we're talking about it, uh, the voice talents, this stars Disney legends of Bill Farmer and Jim Cummins, um, who are prolific in their, their voice acting work. And if yep. you want a really fun um, um, YouTube trail just kind of start watching little clips with either of them because a lot of these disney voice talents that have done a lot of disney voice work and especially jim cummings you will be shocked all the different things that he has done so he's the voice of pete in a goofy movie but he's also winnie the pooh he's also darkwing duck and tigger um and he is also um he's oh what's his character yeah yeah like it's just on and on and on all the different things that he's done i was trying to think of uh ray he's ray from uh princess and the frog um but yeah he's done a ton yeah we've definitely brought his name up recently uh with um some of the other uh, animated films that we've done he has yeah. 566 actor credits. That is, I don't know if the, who's going to top, who's going to ever top that. That's insane. Bill Farmer has been the voice of, Goofy. and it's basically from the. He did a few things in the late 80s, and then, well, sorry, not a few things. He did a lot of things in the like 80s. <laughs> His he started his career in voice acting the, like when we when, like what we've been doing since his first credit is 1986. So his legacy right now is the very generations that we're talking about right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, he did. Um, he was in the Transformers series. He was DuckTales. He was Ed in The Lion King. That's right. That's the one we brought him up on. We're still on Jim Cummings, right? He was the one that I. He was the one that I uh, did not uh, name, and you reminded me how big of a fallacy that was. (laughs) Um, but he's gonna come up some more. Oh yeah, he did so many different things. And not just Disney. I mean, he did Anastasia. He did Brave Little Toaster. He's done some Scooby-Doo. Wow. Yeah. But his his most famous things, uh, you know, of course, he's Pete. He's Winnie the Pooh. He's Darkwing Duck. Um, I think those are the ones that people look at. Um, he's done some voices for the Disney parks and different animated, uh, different uh, like uh, animatronics within the parks. Yeah. 
pretty incredible. Um, and then uh, Bill Farmer, who also got his start uh, the same time frame here, um, he has been the voice of Goofy since 1987. Um, and a lot of people don't know, he is also the voice of Pluto. Makes there sense. Stay with the dog character. Makes sense. Stay with the dogs. Um, so, yes, again, I can't recommend more hopping on YouTube and scrolling to your heart's delight of like um, Disney has done several of these videos where they get like the, the two of them and a couple of the other like the voice of Mickey Mouse and them to sit and they just kind of talk about the trade and everything. But then at like D23 events, they've also got them like live on stage recording an episode of something together. Oh, that's cool. And they're and you see them live doing all the different voices and everything. And that is really fun. That's a special. That's, treat. I'm going to add that to my queue. There's a queue on YouTube. Kind of. If you've got it like connected to a TV, you can add it to like a, a queue. Or Watch list. So, Eddie, uh, any other notes you want to say before we rate this film? Um, did you watch this with the kids? Watched half of it. Okay. They were, they were, they were okay. He, uh, there was, I think the line he liked is, I'm going to sit on my butt. <laughs> that was his, my son's favorite line. He always, he always has a, a butt line that he likes. Uh-huh. No, I, uh, this was a big hit. Like I said, Lewis has wanted to go back and watch this um, every day since we, we watched it. Um, I do think the music is fun to this. Um, especially kind of a little bit of a 80s Michael Jackson R&B feel to the Powerline songs. Um, definitely uh, need to add those to some of my uh, Disney playlists. Powerline was very iconic. Like it felt just like that, that era. Um, and it was fun. And I was, I think I was singing a little bit of it, but even but the rest of it, like the rest of the songs, I've already forgotten weird. them. They're, they're, they're so weird, weird and I've already forgotten them or they were cringy watching this like that's high school this kid trying to sing it was it, it wasn't great I the all the music in this for me other than just the power line moments were kind of forget forgettable so. agreed agreed well what would you rate a goofy movie we know Eddie my biggest question that I always ask is is this rewatchable is it rewatchable? Because that's really what we're doing even here is we're just rewatching what we watched when we were kids or forcing ourselves to watch something we missed as kids. <laughs> yeah. I have, I, I, I don't have any desire to watch this again. So I'm just going to give it a one because I can't, I can't get it. <sighs> I can't get myself even excited to watch it again. There, the, the music was bad. I there's also a level of it's the Mr. Bean humor. Me and Goofy don't have like a love love or relationship. It's a more of a love hate relationship. When my son wants to watch Goofy on stuff, I'm just like, oh, the 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 Mr. Bean humor of just like you always do the wrong thing, but you're in dear like it drives me insane sometimes. So I and think I've made that about other characters. We've already talked about Mr. Bean and how we've talked about Mr. Bean and how wrong you're, I am you on are. every level. And that Ron Atkinson is a comedic, comedic genius. Yes. Whatever, yes. whatever that you means. Still, you still haven't watched the video clip of him at the Olympics. I think I lost it. You better send me another you better you better send I'm, it to I'm me. I'm done sending this to you. 
I've sent this to you like a half a dozen times. Come on. Uh, I would give it, um, I'm going to give it like a solid three. I think it's definitely not one of my right favorites. Down the <laughs> but at the same time, yes, we will watch this again. Like, yeah, I forgot how much I love the Powerline songs. And it's triggered my my love for Goof Troop. Like, Lewis and I are already starting to watch through Goof Troop together. Like, well, for that, I'm happy um, for you. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go back and see if my son wants oh, to watch him. Goof don't, Troop. don't give me the I'm happy for you line. I don't need your sympathy. I don't need your sympathy. <laughs> Bless your heart. Some uh, any any dad tips that we got from this. Uh, I was thinking about uh, if you're going to be a good dad, don't put them. Don't put your kids under your thumb. <laughs> that doesn't work. The older they get. I I do think that there's a great lesson here. I do think sons do need to go have adventures with their dads. Um, I've had those with mine and they've been a huge blessing and an opportunity for us to grow in our relationship. So I commend fathers to go have adventures with their sons. It's, it's a good thing. Yep. And, uh, Trying to think of any other unintended moral consequences of this film. I'm mostly thinking about the Cheesa guy. <laughs> oh, got, it's always got, worth it. He, he he got a girl in the end. He got the girl in the end. It's always worth it to pull Both a massive prank on your entire school for a girl because they will always like you afterwards. Always. So that's the way to go about it for all you aspiring uh, young men out there looking to try to woo the woman of your dreams. That's what took us so long is we just weren't pranksters enough. Didn't, we didn't get to prankster pranking enough. Yep. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of honey. We made a Disney podcast. Eddie, did you, we, we had some disagreement or not disagreement, but there's confusion about what the next film is. We're going to be covering in this, uh, Trek from 1985 to, so- 1988 through 2005. Which movie are we going to be doing next? So that's very, that's an interesting question because we were supposed to a couple of weeks ago do Man of the House, a JTT movie, Mm -hmm. um, but it was not available on Disney Plus. And we have done a few movies outside of Disney Plus when we have felt like it was worth purchasing. Um, Man of the House did not look like it. <laughs> Man of the House was not on on that list. Um, so I don't know we, if Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken was should have been on that list, but we did it. <laughs> um, it is our highest rated podcast, okay? It's just because everybody's trying to get it. Everyone's trying to find a copy of it somewhere. Which shows you how beloved this movie is. It's No, it's because they're, they're yeah, whatever. <laughs> so, so what movie are, are we gonna do what are we, are we gonna are, do next we're doing man should, of the house should we go back and pick it up or should we it's still the on? same year it's the move same year for, it is so it, we just skipped over like one like one film maybe two films okay so man of the house that's the film we're gonna be doing next you can see all the films we are planning to do uh over the next uh forever to get through all of these movies we have a lot more to go you can go We've to, made a dent. We've we made, made a, dent. a good dent. We made a dent in the moon. 
Um, honeywemade.com slash movies. Uh, you can go see all the movies we have already done. You can listen to all those episodes because we've done 31 episodes, Eddie. This is our Ooh. 31st episode. Almost as old as we are. That's how many, <laughs> that's how many we've done. Um, and we are barely in the middle of 1995 right now. So yeah, there was a lot that came out in 1995. So. And there's a lot more to go. So thanks yeah. for listening. Please uh, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. But thanks for listening. 